Ladies and gentlemen, strap on your seatbelts. Keep your hands, eyes, and ears inside the submarine as we go down into the murky waters. And, and we chill. <laughs> yeah, baby, this is California. We're always chill. Hey! Hey! Oh, no! They're on to us! Hey, get, get out of here! Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Was I supposed to charge or something? Or <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Those people are terrible. I know. They're rude. Uh, all right. Okay. Anyways. All right. So uh, um, uh, today, anger. Anger issues. Anger. Okay. Right. Um, it's everywhere, man. <laughs> yes, it is. W w where do you see anger the most? In public. Uh Sometimes when I was growing up at home, <laughs> so <laughs> I think I think you see anger with with people just not being able to control their selves because of certain situations. They just act different. Right, they act different. Something sets them off, and and that's gonna that has to have some kind of deep seed, deep rooted seed within them somewhere deep down inside where. I don't know. Maybe their their parents hit them too much, or yeah, <laughs> or, or, or you know, even dating back to Genghis Khan or something. You know, just yeah, their blood, ancient stuff, right? Uh, I know from my family, it was my sister's anger issues because I was born. Oh wow! <laughs> she hated me from the get go, so I always knew where, and she directed her anger at me in several different ways. So yeah. And, and, and what kind of ways? Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, I'll get into it. Uh, when I was like little, my mom used to buy me Hot Wheels all the time. And uh, I would play with them and, and I always like, I never crashed them or messed them up. But my sister would bring her friends over and then they would throw my cars against the, you know, against the um, buildings or, or throw them like, under the concrete to chip them or, or just take them or just mess with me. And then um, she would also, uh, even though she was 10 years older, she would hit me. And then uh, start whooping on me, but then yelling at the same time, saying, Mom, Mom, he's hitting me. He won't get off of me. <laughs> oh, and then no. as soon as she'd hear my mom come down the, the, the hallway, she'd flip me on top of her, and then I'd mm. get a beating. That is... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's genius, but... Yeah. <laughs> that is evil, dude. Yeah. I, I, how did you cope with that? I got angry a lot. Um, it just it felt like I was never going to turn the tide. And it wasn't until uh, one time she thought my mom was in the kitchen and she was actually around the corner. And she saw my sister doing that same routine. And she t called my dad and my dad brought the belt and whooped her. But, uh, <laughs> Sweet justice. Yeah, I, got, so good. I got a million apologies and an ice cream cone out of it. But uh, Nice. But no, uh, that, that kind of... That makes up for it, right? The yeah, ice yeah. cream cone, that makes up for years of... Uh, <laughs> of torture? Yeah, yeah. Nice. nice. Yeah, I know... Uh, but it's it's one of those things where I guess you could choose to take it uh, different ways in life and hold on to grudges and whatnot. And I kind of didn't because, you know, later on in life, you kind of like I was there for her when she had her kids and stuff. So it was, you know, it was kind of different. But I can definitely see how family, though, you know, other other things real quick. Uh, my uncle would piss me off because he was filthy rich, filthy rich. And we were struggling almost like on you know one week's paycheck away from the street almost several several times and my uncle would or my dad would you know ask him and he'd want like if he did borrow money he'd have my dad like write out a contract no when he's no. gonna pay him back <laughs> he didn't need that money back dude and so i, I had a lot of resentment from my uncle yeah. oh man 
family can always get you more than the average Joe. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true because there's, they're the ones you're supposed to count on. Mm-hmm. They're the ones you're supposed to depend on. And they're the ones when you're in that bad situation that you, you, you're supposed to turn to. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then if they're if they're that if they're that way, you're like, come on. You know, I, I, mostly because you know you yourself would never be that way towards an individual, uh, even towards a friend. Isn't that the truth? Because you know? <sighs> what do they say? Blood's thicker than water. And how can someone like, say, for instance, you'd be there for me, yet my own blood wouldn't? That would make you upset more than anything. Because on one hand, I'd be happy you're helping me, but then pissed off that, what do you call it? Um, I'd be pissed off that my own family is like ignoring me, you know, mm-hmm. that type of deal. Mm. So it should, it should be corn syrup thicker than blood. Yeah, maybe. Because friends are so sweet. Oh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> do you have Do you have a story? Where you absolutely lost it, where where anger overtook you, in any way? Yeah, I have a I have unfortunately I have a few of them, um, but one was <clears throat> one was uh, you know obviously in, in the Super Bowl I'm a big Seahawks fan and I had a bet going and I had a lot riding on the game and the way they lost it I had my favorite Seahawks mug and I took it and I slammed it against the wall as hard as I could broke it almost cut my hand open and then I had to proceed to shave my head and my hair's never grown back since uh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then you and then I had a, a breakout moment too where I was playing basketball um, my life wasn't going all that good you know I was going through a divorce custody issues and all this other stuff and a guy just happened to you know he was a big guy and he slammed me in the back you know coming down for a rebound then he pushed our friend frankie oh, no. and um and, oh, and no. frankie got upset and you he, know he, he never gets pissed and then um then he hit me again and then i took the the ball and i threw it at the dude's head <laughs> and i yelled at the top of my lungs i'm like i'm gonna kick your ass and i was just like ready to go like and everyone's just like dude calm down and like but it wasn't necessarily that dude like i could take some abuse in the court but it was just a whole Everything compiled on me. I just, I lost it. I wasn't in my right frame of mind. Jeez. Well, they, that happens to the best of us, you know? Yeah. It, it, um, yeah, yeah so the, 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 there's a certain breaking point. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, we're at that point where everything just goes black. Just mm-hmm. go red and you surrender into those emotions. And, and, and you know, it, it becomes a blind eye. And not, in, not until after you either do some damage, you know, where, where you broke your cup or yeah. you know, shave your head where you start kind of regretting it yeah and then and then it goes from where if you would have taken the maybe the high road in some of those cases because not just about sports but it's been there's been other things that have pissed me off where i've kind of made a scene in some you know with either a relationship or whatever and you don't realize till it's over like if i would have just took the high road i'm the one that's going to get the sympathy mm-hmm. whereas now I, I put on a show for everybody and i look like a dick yeah and that's hard to swallow because then you realize what you did but then on top of it it's like you got to face those people again you're going to see those people again and then you got to come back apologetic or they're going to look at you different yeah so i think we've all been there what about you man some breaking points um with anger (laughs) top top five (laughs) Um, well you had to get on to all of them i just i'm trying to think of you know, that's probably why you're supposed to do, you know, you know, think about things before. 
<laughs> no, um, you have basketball too. I, I remember one time, I'm not going to use any names, but it was just one of those, it was just one of those things where, where someone is just annoying on the court mm-hmm. and they're always doing little things and they're totally calling things on everybody else. Okay. And I just remember it was just a whole night of that. And then at one point, just during just during the game when he when the when the when he had stolen the ball from me, mm-hmm. like when I had tried to reach in to grab it, he had like he had like reached back mm-hmm. and like and like hit and like had hit me. So I had ran. I, you, you know when you do like the push off. Yeah, like he yeah. had did like the push. He felt me. And then, like he had pushed up hard like that, Ooh. so I ran up behind him and I had and I had pushed <laughs> and I had pushed him, you know. And then, so he was like, "What the heck? Like you pushing me from behind and stuff?" And like his dad, his dad tried to get involved as well. Oh, that guy! Yeah, yeah, yeah I know exactly who you're talking <laughs> and I was, about. I was just like, "What? Like what? Like um, like you know, they're they're little people, so I'm like, I, I, I could probably take both of these guys." So, mm-hmm. but I just remember that, like at that point, it's like something else is is overtaking you, even though. Even though you're standing in that moment, and you're like thinking to yourself, "All right, you need to calm down. You need to calm down." But there's just that anger that just rises over that and mm-hmm. deadens that little voice and deadens that uh, that conscious on the inside that says, "Hey, chill out." Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, 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 it's like it's like a symbiotic thing. Yeah, that's true. Because because of that, again, when you have all those males together, and it's all that testosterone. Like it just it just takes takes over you. Mm-hmm. And of course, you're not gonna back down because at, at that point, you know, you look like the loser. Um, yeah, but I just remember, like, like after, you know, everybody gets in the way. That's that's why it's good to have people that are around because they kind of chill everybody out, yeah, separate yeah. everybody. There's usually always school. at least one or two mellow dudes out there. Yeah, and I and I remember <clears throat> after too, I told him because because I was like, hey man, you know, my bad and everything after that after the mm-hmm. game, and then he was like, you know, you, you know, you have to push me from behind, and I was like, yeah, but you you know, remember when you reached back and you pushed me? He goes, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, at least yeah, 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 has prevail, so, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, dude, you know what you did? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, like, if I'm going to apologize, you should too, type two. Because I think um, for me too, a bad time in my life, I only had one relationship like that. I've been mostly able to be mellow and calm, but I did have one relationship where she pushed me a lot because she was always scared to commit. And it would always bring up arguments or whatnot. And then it would be like, I'd go the extra mile and want to be the guy for her and be the Prince Charming and do the right thing. But she would push my buttons to where, like, it was just, everything was culminating. It was a, just a major, and I was not being myself. And I just remember losing it a couple times as far as just my my voice and, and making a scene a couple times. And that's probably, like, that that year that I was with her uh, between, uh, was just bad because it was kind of toxic. And sometimes, like, women will bring that toxicity out of you, whether you like it or not, whether it's your fault or not. And I was a different person with her. And uh, I had anger issues with her, dude. And, and not nothing where I wanted to hit her or nothing like that. It was just like I was quick to temper. And where I'm normally not, where I could be pushed a lot before I start to lose temper temper or, or show signs of anger and lashing out. And I would lash out like that because of, you know, she knew my hot button. And she would just oh. keep pressing it. So <laughs> that's looking back at it now, hindsight being 2020, I hated myself at that time. And I didn't like who I was becoming and, and how I was acting, but I couldn't stop it. And so, but when it finally did end, I was like, man, I, 
I can never let myself get like that again. And, um, going along with that, insecure anger is the worst kind of anger, man. Because, be, be, because it's, especially when you take it out on somebody because it's not their fault at all. Mm-hmm. That, that's something that you're battling with yourself and you're, bl- you're putting the blame on other people. Yeah. And, that, and that's what I was doing because like here I am blaming her for that way. But even if she's pushing my buttons, I got to be a better person. I got I to gotta step up to the plate and calm myself down. And I didn't do that. So as much as I'd like to say it is her, you know, it was me. You know, I had I had control of it. I just did, I chose not to. So. Right. So, so, so what do you think? Well, obviously now you're not that you're not mm-hmm. as angry, right? Mm-hmm. So so what's the process from being an angry individual into cleansing yourself into someone who doesn't snap as hard? Um, at least in your opinion. Well, in my opinion, I've had a lot of things like like what bothered me like like recently. You know, my kids going through high school underperforming and stuff like that, and I have to hear the heat from the counselors and stuff. And probably times where I would just blow up, but I. I'd have to take a step back and just let it all sink in and a plan a, 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 a approach to talk to the girls or just basically just instead of just because I was with her I was so impulse like mm-hmm. everything was on impulse everything was first reaction here's my point if I'm mad I'm gonna yell and but with the kids and with everything else like even at work I used to do that too, jump off the gun, just right off the cuff, whatever first thing came to my mind. Now it's like, okay, think it out, think about what you're gonna say, cool down a little bit, then approach the situation. But back then it was just like I said, boom, 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 boom. So I have to remind myself to calm down first and then sort it out and then go, basically. So what do you think makes you feel that way to begin with, to wanna react that way? Natural. Like I never approached, like when I was younger, I never thought of it like that. But then being with that girl, it just brought the, I brought the worst out of myself and let it control me for a little while. And then I realized how easy it is for me to be so angry, so judgmental, so um, off the cuff, um, just saying the first thing that came to my mind instead of just being like, okay, I'm not real, I'm not realizing, hey, there's going to be consequences to this crap. You know, me speaking out the way I am, me saying the same things that I am, especially her being a female or others, they'll remember that. And I don't want to be remembered or judged for the things I've said. Because I could I could tell her I love her 99 times during the day, mm-hmm. but the one time I call her a name or I spout off something or I yell at her, yes. they're going to remember that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and that never changes. That view never changes once that view's there. Yeah. So, I mean, at that point, you're just in a trap. Exactly. You know, you know you're... I got nowhere to go. Um, is, is there anything now that sets you off? <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I, I find you can't let go. <laughs> I find myself like recently just current events. Basically, uh, you know, the world being upside down, um, and this whole coronavirus. I just get I get angry that people just can't accept the fact that sometimes there's positive things that have come with it. And so I'll post on my, on, on my page, hey, you know, cases are down, um, you know, things are opening up. And then all these people are telling me, you need to stay inside. You need, you're going to be part of the problem. And they're judging me for just posting something positive. And then, then they show me a link of something negative. I'm like, why do you want to post so much stuff negative? And I'm not taking shots at you. I'm just stating the obvious. Like things are starting to 
get under control. So that kind of gets me upset because I don't understand where people are coming from. Like they, you could see holes in this whole COVID crap and what we've gone through with the economy. And if you think it's election year, if it's a conspiracy, there's obviously some holes here. But I'm not telling you how to think. I'm just giving my opinion. And people nowadays, basically, I guess what makes me upset is if you have opinion contrary to popular opinion, you're always wrong. Oh yeah, definitely. Like uh, I don't like The Office. Okay. <laughs> A lot of people <laughs> love giving me, you know, trash about that. Loving The Office? About 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 uh, not liking The Office. Oh, not liking The Office. Yeah, oh. I don't like The Office. Well, I mean, to each his own. I mean, a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, there's people that are just so passionate about. Well, they swear by it, right? Yeah, that's dumb. I love the show, but you don't have to love it. Like a lot of my friends love Friends. I hate Friends. <laughs> And <laughs> David, you're a piece of trash. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, what about what about Parks and Recs? Everyone tells me they love you Parks. Know, I like Parks and Recs. I don't. Well, there you go. But does that make me a bad person? Does that make you a bad person? No. no. It's just your opinion. Yeah. So, it's no skin off my back, but I do know where you're coming from, because there's certain shows or certain sports. If you say you don't like them, oh my god, dude, you get all kinds of flack. Mm-hmm. You know, like I hate the WNBA, but there's people that love it and they kill me for it. So, <laughs> the fundamentals make up for the lack of dunking. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> this is our Futurama episode. I made that joke. Um, so, mm-hmm. as, as far as, uh, um, let me see here. Yeah, for, for for me, for uh, for for you, it sounded sound like it was something that was like a recent thing that you had to kind of get over. Yeah. Over with. For me, it was always something that that when I was when I was younger, mm-hmm. that's just something I had to deal with. I remember one time, I was so upset about something. You, you, you know, when you're a kid, you just like tense up as hard as you can. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was just like tensing up for like the longest time until like I heard like a pop in my neck. Oh damn! And, like I couldn't I couldn't look up. For like the longest time, so that's how angry and stuff I would wow. get. Wow! It was. I get. My mom said that when I was a kid. Um, I mean, when I was a baby, mm-hmm. that like um, I would hold my breath uh, <laughs> <laughs> because I'd be so I'd be so pissed. Yeah. Until until I like uh, fainted out. Wow. <laughs> so at times, like if I was hungry or something. So you were like turning blue. Yeah. Stuff oh. like stuff like that. So I don't know that that's always been that's always been been something I had to kind of struggle with but again like you said it, it, it had a lot to do with you know hating yourself but but sometimes it's not not your fault mm-hmm. you know some situations just shape you out to be the way you are yeah, you know? yeah. Um, so you mentioned the insecurity earlier like was that that play a part of it too like you, you didn't feel that you were either uh, strong enough mentally or physically or emotionally or you you just felt like you were not up to par with things is that what played into some of your anger issues um i think mostly because well well, i think i think because it made me feel strong it made me feel powerful Um, oh lashing out yeah, because I, you know, I, I, well, I grew up with an, uh, with an abusive father, mm-hmm. so, you know, seeing him beating on my mom and stuff, um, being, being angry, you know, when you're feeding off those endorphins, mm-hmm. it's, you feel like nothing can stop you. You feel like you're, you, you feel like you get, 
you'd have that bravery to to be able to fight back. Mm-hmm. I guess, and, and that's why, and, and that's why a lot of times <laughs> you, you, you put yourself in situations where where it escalates where it just doesn't have to be. Yeah, yeah. You know, because you're just you're just pushing it far when it doesn't have to. So you would <clears throat> you would get these. Uh, so on one side, you hate what your dad was doing, but then you'd feel that to be as strong as he was, or so so on, you'd have to have like an anger or a. Um, show of force uh, if you will to be that to get out of that insecurity you were having no it was just I guess from being scared oh okay <laughs> just a way to like just a way of like um, I don't know like a puffer fish you know when they puff themselves mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. In, in order to fight off prey oh yeah yeah that's the way I was doing it in order to kind of I don't know like be brave pump your chest and all that yeah I think cause um you know, a lot of a lot of people, like especially in the office, speaking office, not the show, but just being in an office situation, you have so many so many deadlines, paperwork, things like that, and then um, you're having to come into your little cubicle, and with all the off the field sort of speak like stuff you have to deal with at home, and you have family issues or you have relationship issues. And I could see why people snap at work because like you're pressured already at work, and then when someone's yelling at you or calls you out in front of everybody, it's like, oh, I'm already feeling demeaned at home. I'm already going through this and that at home, and then you're gonna call me out in front of all these people that, you know, hey, you're not getting away with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you you either lose your job by it or you flip out, you know. And and you know that happens so much in the workplace. And I think that's where people can only maybe find it because some people like working more than they like to be home. And it's sad. And I was there at one point uh, when I was my first marriage. And um, you just, you want to get away. Like, I got a second job just to get away. Not because we needed the money, but because I, I, I needed to get away. Jeez. And that's that's terrible. That's a toxic um, type of thing where, where it's not supposed to be like that. You know, And uh, but you carry that with you. You carry that burden with you. And then it's easy for you to snap, you know. And um, yeah, it, it was is a dark time in my life, and I know you've had anger issues too, and that's why this is a good topic because we're able to vent and bring things out that not normally we would know, and then try to help you know other people around it. Um, so, getting back to you with your insecurities and then your anger, like how, what helped you get past that, or at least work on it. Being able to stop and to recognize when that animal or that flame is starting to ignite, mm. um, just because of how easy it was before to flip and and to be able to you know go you know go nuts mm-hmm. <laughs> to be overcome with emotions, you have to kind of stop and view it almost like if it's a you know like a wild animal Mm. stop observe it you know take yourself out Mm. and and put yourself in a third person and try to figure out you know why true why that's upsetting you why does that make you so upset or or, or why does that make you flip out 
why does that make your your blood boil why does that make your face change colors <laughs> you know why do you feel the blood rushing through your face yeah um you know for once you start doing that you start seeing that it's it's not gonna be it's not all that bad mm. you don't have to be so stressed out you don't have to take it so seriously you don't have to sometimes you don't have to deal with situations right then and there mm-hmm. you know it's just the stress of uh, of having to deal with something mm. um once you do that and you acknowledge it and then some, sometimes you acknowledge that it's dumb <laughs> yeah you know you, you, you find that, that okay that's that's a dumb reason to get mad I'd be I'd be upset if somebody got upset about me being upset about you know yeah so that, that's what it takes though it takes a lot of time true too it's not gonna fix right over oh no it's something you gotta work on daily like like me too I mean it, you gotta watch yourself because especially now like if you're watching one of these like reality shows where they go off and they have a temper tantrum or they're freaking out and then you're like was i like that at one point you know yeah. and then you kind of like look back and you're like yeah i was you and know, it's like, embarrassing yeah and imagine now everyone's watching this person on television but i think it's worse in public because people know you you know and then you're given this different persona no one's ever going to look at you the, the same unless you make a complete 180 and um I think it it was hard for for me when I made those mistakes because a lot of people in our mutual friends saw it, and some I lost friends over it or they just judged me differently. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't for a while afterwards that they said, "Okay, we saw it took two uh, two to a tango," but still, you know, that was they looked bad. But at least they can understand a little bit. But whereas other people already had their minds made up, like, "Oh, Todd's a dick," you know, or or you know, he's got a temper issue, or this and that. And that's that was hard to swallow, man, because it hurts your ego. At least it did me. You know, I had an ego too, and I'm like, I, I kind of worried about what people thought of me. But then I'm putting myself out there looking like trash. So, mm. and it sucks because a lot of times you're trying to defend your, yourself when when you're angry mm-hmm. because because of that, and it's and it has the total opposite effect. Yeah, you know that you set out to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're thinking you're making the right move. <laughs> you're totally not man sometimes too like it, it it has a lot to do with your body chemistry mm-hmm. also seeing put seeing what you put in your body mm-hmm. are you talking about food wise and food wise okay. yeah food wise exercising mm-hmm. getting yourself going because once you get sluggish and stuff sometimes too you, you become more annoyed and everything that is true so a lot of it too is making sure you're healthy loving yourself got you well i guess i guess that comes down to the big d word which is discipline definitely so if you're able to discipline yourself which it's hard for a lot of people including myself uh to just be in shape in that way you know to where you can handle because that's a great point you brought up man that's a very good point um if you're not loving yourself in that way you're not going to make a change and it's going to show. And yeah, if you are sluggish, if you aren't getting good sleep, if you're eating bad, yeah, you're going to yeah, forget all that other vices that come with it. <laughs> Just the food itself and the sleep, man, dude, you'll be a dick right away. Yeah. yeah There's a reason why they said, you know, they, they made that word uh, hangry. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> There's a lot of people that become super grumpy. Yeah, and that's not, that's why they make those Snickers commercials too. I'm like here, man, have a Snickers. Too. <laughs> Hungry, grab a Snickers. <laughs> yeah. Do we get money for that? That's a little sponsor. No. Oh damn. It. It's okay because Snickers is racist anyway. <laughs> And if they want us, if they want that out, they have to pay us five dollars <laughs> or five Snicker bars. One of the two. Oh, yeah, I take that. <laughs> okay, well, you got anything else to say on the subject? Um, no, I, th- I think I think we covered a lot of it. Um, came, we're very blunt with it, and also bringing up some stuff that you know a lot of people don't know about us. Mm-hmm. And then, and, and then all these all these topics that we're doing, it, it could be so easy to revisit mm-hmm. because they're so easy to discuss. So maybe if we know anybody or if anybody wants to talk about, you know, an example mm-hmm. they have or if they want to write it in or, you know, comment about it, bring it up or something. Yeah. Come in studio and they could, they could share their stories. You know, we could just dish, you know, eat some bonbons, watch Oprah and, and hash out our differences. <laughs> This is this is the budget of Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> what was it little? What was that song go? Toss salad and scrambled eggs. We're coming again. Good night, everybody. All right. So another good episode, my friend. Right. Oh, um, let me see here. I remember last time we had talked about closing off. Um, a show with some poetry. Oh yeah, let's hear it. I got one right here. Let me just pull it up. Now, are we gonna call this Positivity Corner with Joe or? Well, no, a lot of these are. A lot of these are sad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is the this is the this is the poetry corner, baby. All right. This is where you, you, know, you gotta talk down here. Okay. You gotta you gotta get down here. Break it down. Let's see if it's snap worthy. Oh, (laughs) now now I really got to go through these things. Exactly. I'm not just going to snap for anything, Joe. (laughs) Oh, all right. (laughs) You're not going to give me the Thanos? No. All right, well. Keep feeling time. Okay. So if you want to get a hold of us, uh, <laughs> you can look us up on uh, Facebook under Murky Waters. And then we're also on Google Play and we're attempting to get on uh, iTunes. We should be on there soon. <clears throat> we're on Anchor, obviously. You're listening on Anchor. And we're on Breaker, whatever that is, and a few other <laughs> a few other mediums that we were just told we were added on to. So that's pretty cool. And that's pretty cool for a show just getting started, you know? <clears throat> and it's going to be like certain topics. Well, here he goes. I was feeling time. All right. Thank you, sir. All right. This one is called Substance. And then right after that, you want, uh, do you have anything you want to close out? I'm good, man. We'll I'm just good. close it right after. Okay. Yeah. All right. Substance. Blue skies paint comfort in our corneas, allowing us to register warmth and clarity. Light absorbing color revealing dystopia. Madness blurs rationality. What's good for us is scarce, yet we glutton over what makes an individual unique. Feast on the inner good of a fellow human, wade in the compassion of understanding, and sip through the purification that makes an individual weak. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Anything else, man? That's it, man. All right, that's another show. All right, have a good one.
Have a good night. You too.